Pretty much everybody that's gonna be listening to this right now live, it's nighttime, so just sit back and just enjoy the sound of the ninja to get yourself your loved one and a cup of coffee. I'm just joking, okay, it's not gonna be like that. We're gonna talk about inflation, guys. We're gonna talk about inflation. Uh, I'm gonna answer some questions. I'm also going to be, um, well, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, pump up my, uh, or our uh, new podcast. And a uh, little notice too, if you hear some beeping and all of a sudden hit the, uh, the turn off button and run away, uh, don't worry, everything's fine, okay? So I'm a professional. So what we're gonna do is this. Um, we're gonna talk about, uh, first off, the podcast. Just started the podcast. We have seen some huge upward, um, I can't write backwards right now because I got the camera around, but if I use this board, uh, there was a special word that I used the other day. And ever since then, uh, views have fallen off a cliff. I got a notice from the big boys and uh, it's horrible. And trying to bring understanding, truth and knowledge to the masses to help uh, give you guys the tools to go and crush it during this next uh, uh, financial collapse uh, is very difficult because there are some people that don't want you guys to know everything. And it's very hard. So what we did is we started a podcast. I put a, uh, right at the top of the description guys, there's this um, link to our podcast. I did a video just giving you my thoughts of how you can take advantage right now, whether you're a real estate agent or not, but you wanna start buying foreclosures in the future, right? We're not there yet, it's just now starting. Um, and we don't know how long it's gonna take to fully mature this uh, real estate uh, downturn. But I gave a podcast six minutes long of how to take advantage of, of things right now, how to prepare yourself. So. Sorry about that. Awkward. I gotta, I gotta monitor something. Anyway, so uh, as we're, uh, I think that's a really good thing. Click that link. We're gonna uh, jump in to start uh, giving you some more um, ideas on that podcast. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna go completely unleashed. Um, I'm off the leash on this podcast. We're gonna test. Um, it's a, um, it's set up through Anchor, and it's essentially broadcasting to a bunch of different. Uh, uh, podcast venues like uh, I think iTunes and other stuff like that. And if they don't like me and they don't like what I say, then fine, whatever they can, they can censor, but we're going to get the truth out as whichever we can. So if you guys don't mind, if you guys do listen to podcasts, I'm going to be putting on, we're going to be taking digital recordings of all the videos that I do here, but I'm also going to be doing original content on there. So I can say the, the stuff that I really needs to be said. All right. With that being said, sorry about that. We're going to talk about inflation. Now, uh, first I'm going to start with this, then we're going to jump into some questions. Uh, as much as I appreciate Super Chats, and I thank you so much as I'm reading this stuff, I'll miss them as the way this format is. So please, guys, don't don't uh, worry about that until we do questions, if you want to. And again, uh, it's such a blessing, but I don't I don't need it, okay? So thank you. Um, okay, inflation uh, causing hardship for 45% of U.S. households, lower-income Americans most affected. Now, this is out of Zero Hedge. Sorry, I didn't have the time to post it. I will be posting it in the description, hopefully, when if I remember, when we're not live. It says, as the peak of holiday shopping approaches and winter temperatures drive up heating costs across the U.S., 45% of American households report that recent price increases are causing their families some degree of financial hardship. I'm only going to read a couple sentences, guys. 10% describe it as severe hardship affecting their standard of living, while another 35% say the hardship is moderate. It says, lower-income households are most likely to have experienced financial hardship due to price increases. I'm not going to sit there and read to you guys. This isn't uh, story time, except for maybe some of you guys. Maybe you do need to go to sleep if you're... Uh, I guess in Europe right now, I don't know, wait. Yeah, that's later. It's really late. If you guys are in Europe, what are you doing still awake watching the Ninja? 
Here's the facts. Right now, all of us know people that are talking about higher prices, or maybe they're not even talking about higher prices. They just sort of let a life happen to them. They let life, you know, punch them in the face. That's why we have crisis all the time. That's why we have booms and busts in economics, uh, because a majority of the people don't care or they mock people that are warning and trying to help. Um, I have that all in my life. Uh, I got people that mock me like crazy, right? Ironically, now the mockers, you know, uh, when they don't know I'm listening, they, they'll literally talk about how expensive things are getting. Oh my gosh, it's getting so expensive. When I saw this years, years in advance, warned them about this, warned them about all kinds of crazy stuff that they don't even want to admit now. Um, it, and ironically, it's actually not hard to visualize these things and understand how economics works. It just takes an open ear. A lot of people just need to open their minds up to things they did not know yesterday and realize that just because you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, that you're learning constantly. And we can only hold on to so much information. So the facts are um, inflation is rearing its ugly head. It's going to continue to get worse. Um, and just so you know, people have this interesting uh, concept when it comes to economics, that it's like the light switch turns on with inflation and then it turns off. And that, which I mean is, uh, what I mean is, is that everything goes up in price all at the same time and then everything deflation starts okay deflation started okay everything goes down in price that's actually not how it works um things start certain sectors of economies start to blow up uh, in in 2007 2008 it was fuel because oil prices were exploding right now we're seeing food lead the charge you know when oil and fuel were uh, increasing in 2008 um we saw that becoming because there was this blow up, you know, the birth of the SUV essentially, right? Everybody and their, their mom had an SUV and the, the low gas mileage uh, really hit uh, people's pocketbooks when gas was in California, like five fifty, sometimes $6 a gallon. That's when we started to see the turning, the, the mindset start to change. The people are like, I don't have a lot of money in my pocket right now. It's almost like it's all just sort of getting burnt up, right? And interest rates were going up, so mortgages were costing a lot more, especially on adjustable rate mortgages. Well, now what we're seeing is we're seeing um, the supply chain getting hit, and we're seeing shortages, and we're seeing staples like food rising. Now, that is very dangerous because, uh, you know, you can push an economy, push a people uh, right to the edge of a revolt, and it isn't until revolt, revolt starts when they can't feed their families. It all comes down to food. Uh, people deal with a lot of stuff in life, especially, you know, in our society, uh, in America, you know, we spend way too much money on appearances. You know, this is just, you know, this is just axle grease that I found on the side of the road to keep the hair up. I mean, people honestly are spending so much money on uh, keeping up their appearances, to look impressive in front of their uh, friends, or in most cases, people they don't even uh, respect, which I think is completely idiotic. Um, and so what happens is a lot of people, and I'm going back to the people in our lives, um, you know, they just sit there and they punch themselves in the face without even knowing it because they don't realize that they are running themselves right over the edge of a cliff. They're right at the precipice right now, and financially they don't understand that. Now, Ninja Nation, and I, I name it because this isn't about me. You know, this channel is about you guys. And, and as I, 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 it sucks, it sucks that we gotta say this. Because if you guys knew on the back end what is happening to um, getting the word out in the news, uh, the algorithms are against certain people, certain groups that try and share reality and truth with you. Because um, there are people that really want us in a dystopian style world.
You know, they want to keep VR headsets on people. They want them playing video games. They want them staying quiet. Like, you know what? Take photos of your food. Do whatever you want while we are in the background buying up all your stuff. I plan on doing something about that. So I'm going to humbly ask you guys to please hit. There's 220 people on here right now. If you guys could all just tap the thumbs up button, I'd really appreciate it. Give the algorithm something to uh, scream about. Uh, because at this point, uh, we're trying everything we can. And that's why we're going on all these different platforms. Um, so Ninja Nation is about you guys. I would be nothing. This, this wouldn't be here without you. Without you spending the time asking questions, the amazing emails, the thought-provoking um, comments that you guys give me is what keeps me going. Uh, I can't say enough uh, uh, as, as much as my gratitude towards you guys. Uh, with that being said, I also want to say, too, this is a little off topic of the inflation, and then we're going to get back onto the, the housing crisis. I want to say thank you for all the emails. It's very hard to keep up right now. Uh, there's, I'm getting lots and lots of emails um, so, uh, and comments. So it's, it is getting hard to, to answer that stuff. So I also want to thank you too, before we go on to the real estate stuff, thank you for supporting all the channels that I've shared videos with. You guys know it's my passion to help blow up other people's channels because I know exactly how hard and how much work it took to get where we are now. And um, so I find amazing joy in being able to help other people's channels. With that being said, I have a lot of requests and I'm trying my hardest to get through them and, and it's, just, it's just a lot to deal with. So um, I'm putting the people that I've been helping in charge of going and helping some of you guys. And so we're, we're trying to build almost like a command, a uh, chain of command for lack of better terms um, of people, uh, uh, channels helping channels to get the word out, okay? So um, let's talk about real estate and inflation. So I saw, I did a couple of videos today which actually got, I, incredibly low views and it wasn't because I actually called people that I know that are subscribed and have the bell icon. They weren't even notified. They even went and searched my stuff and they couldn't find it and it took some time to get to them. So there's some weird wacky stuff going on. But I got some amazing comments from the real estate videos. One of them was from a home inspection inspection company and he has been in uh, REO for uh, 10 years he said and he stated he goes I have a, a friend that's also a junk hauler and they have 78 um, evictions in the Atlanta area coming up in the month of December alone. He said that is huge. He goes, people aren't really prepared for what's coming. Um, there's a lot of information in the mainstream media that's trying to harness this, but just so you know, the exact same stuff was happening um, when I was researching all of this in 2006, 2007. Okay, and remember, that's when the crash happened. That bubble popped in 06 when Bernanke would constantly come out in front of the nation and reassure them that, that real estate is safe, it's a safe investment. And by the way, you know, he's the pro. He says, by the way, it's impossible for real estate to fall all throughout the country at the same time. Famous quote. It's almost like listening to Jim Cramer at this point. Complete morons. Actually, they're not. They're just liars. But the truth is, that's the truth. They're lying to you. So um, there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes now. Does that mean that there's going to be this massive uh, wave of foreclosures in January? No. I believe it's going to be stronger than uh, we have going on right now. Um, I also believe that the Fed and the government, two separate entities, I want you to understand that, Federal Reserve, private bank, government, bunch of liars, that they can position and change things at any given time. And today's thing with Fannie and Freddie upping the conforming loan limits to right under a million dollars is absolute proof of that, okay? So um, 
I want you guys to check out that podcast. And if you don't mind giving it a subscribe, that'd be awesome. But check it out because I've got some really interesting ideas of how to start preparing yourself now, both mentally and actually going to work. I actually have some business ideas for you guys. Um, and I'll start, you know, as time goes on, I'll start diving into more and more of that. All right, so we're up to 334. I thank you so much. Like 170 of you guys hit the thumbs up. Thank you so much. If we could get the rest of you guys to hit the thumbs up, it really, really helps. It's, it's crazy. It's almost like you have to force your way through that algorithm to say, no, we want to listen to this guy, and if not, we're leaving for another platform. It, it's absolutely crazy. So uh, Yelp actually calls their algorithm a socialistic algorithm. Learned that the hard way uh, with my construction company when we were getting too many good reviews from actual clients with photos. And they said, nope, you're getting too many good reviews. We're only gonna allow so many goods and then we're gonna give you so many bads. I, I just drop jawed. It's, this world is so messed up. So someone's talking about defaulted mortgages will be huge. They absolutely will. Um, hey, Fat Vegan, how are you doing, man? Always, again, thank you so much to you guys that are always like fat is always, that's P-H-A-T, always putting in comments and uh, likes. I just thank you guys so much. I, I Literally, this is nothing without you guys. Um, so, uh, oh wait, I wanted to watch that comment. Sorry, guys. If you're a 20 year old, what financial advice would you tell yourself? Not a bot. Hey, thanks, man. Um, if I was 20 year old, if you were 20, what financial advice would you tell yourself? So guys, um, when I was 20, I got married and I was always an entrepreneur, owned a baseball card shop when I was in high school, started selling candy, you know, in sixth grade, <laughs> why I had so many cavities and I was overweight. But um, I'd always had businesses. I um, bought my first car by uh, clean, um, detailing other people's cars. You know, I'd always had side hustles and little businesses. Uh, it wasn't until I got married that I went into hyperdrive and it was like, I'm married, I have a woman to take care of and my, I have a child on the way and that's when I went overdrive. When I bought my first home after, I, I bought my first home by selling electric trains, fancy electric trains from Germany, big ones, really big ones that are made for going outside. I, uh, I bought my first rental within a month and a half uh, of buying my, my first home. And it was because I read that first book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And uh, if I have to give you any advice, this is what I would tell you. Go read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Also go read The Richest Man from Babylon. And that will tell you a lot of what's going on. Um, let's see if I can hit that. Somebody gave a super chat and I can't even find it. I don't even know how to find it. The, the stuff's happening so fast. Ninja, what are you doing? Stand by guys, it's gonna get awkward, okay? Oh, nope, that's not working. Oh my goodness. All right, let's do this. That's super chat, I'm gonna go find out and I'm gonna go answer it. Guys, don't give me any super chats. I so appreciate it, but for some reason, this uh, the way this thing's rolling out, I just, I don't know how to do it. Ninja's really bad with technology, is that weird? So, um, okay guys, so no more super chats. Like, start putting it in the comment section. And I so appreciate that $20 super chat, but I will, uh, I will go back and find it, okay? And I'll answer it. So, um, a couple things. I would read those books. Rich Man from Babylon, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, Think and Grow Rich also. Uh, I have not read it, actually. I'm gonna go read it. I've been told that's an amazing book as well. Point being is that it's all about understanding and knowledge. And you can't get knowledge from out without reading books, uh, books that other people uh, you know, tell you about, but also really soaking in being around successful people. And when I say successful people, I mean successfully humble people, people that have achieved the level of success that you want, right? Um, in marriage, 
in relationships, in finance. All three of those go together, all right? And then spending time asking them questions. And the one thing that I did when I was younger that most people didn't do is when I found a successful person like a successful uh, businessman, I took that man out to coffee or dinner. Um, I had a couple of people tell me that were multi, multi-millionaires that they had never been treated to a dinner by somebody, that everybody else expected them to buy them things. And in return, they helped me gain wisdom and knowledge. And so that is the, the best advice I could give you guys. Um, man, I wish that, that uh, I wish I could find those super chats. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so now, I thank you guys for, for doing everything you're doing. Um, I, I have been having some questions about the Ninja Meetup in Dallas. We're still doing that. It's going to be the last week of March. Uh, I'm not going to start really pumping it up and talking about it until January. But that event, I can guarantee you, will be unlike any, anything you've ever seen. And I can tell you this. It's not going to be fancy. It'll be in a nice hotel. It's an embassy suites. It comes with free breakfast and manager reception. But I have a feeling that we're going to be in the thick of it by that time. And this is not going to be a go prepare, go prepare. It's now going to be a conference of what you do with what you prepared, okay? You have some cash off the side, you have some precious metals, you got some cryptos, right? Um, what are you doing with the, what are we gonna do to take those now? What's the next cycle we've gotta get into? Because I think you're gonna be at a lot of fear at that point. You know, they don't talk about a cold, long winter for no reason, all right? There's some plans in the works and, um, and that's the facts. You know, uh, people need to realize this and they need to wake up and, and do something now, right? And I can't stress this enough when you have a little bit, just a little bit of, of something, right? Because people are always asking this, guys, this is the worst question I've ever gotten. How much uh, crypto do I need? How much silver do I need? How much gold do I need? How much cash do I need? It's like, stop asking. That's the dumbest question you can ask. You ever heard that thing? There's no such thing as a dumb question. That's a dumb question. You want to know why it's a dumb question? This is why. First off, it's built off of greed. It's built off of fear or FOMO, fear of missing out. That is the only reason anybody would ask that question. Now I'm going to probably get a bunch of those questions. I like sarcasm, by the way, even though it is the lowest form of humor. You know, you can never, ever ask someone else that answer and get a good uh, question. You can never ask someone else that question and get a good answer back. Why? Because they're not you. They don't have your job. They don't have your bills. They're not in your situation. They didn't make the life decisions you made right? You have to make those, uh, you have to find those answers for you. You have to set those goals for you and your family. End of story. All right. And so what I like to tell people is even on the lowest spectrum, the, the person here, I, I don't care what race you are, what, uh, I was gonna say color, but I guess that'd be race. Um, uh, creed, sex. I don't care about any of that crap. I don't care about how much money you've got in the bank. I don't care about how little money you've got in the bank. If you have $10 when all this thing goes down, you'll have more than the guy next to you that has nothing. All right, and I mean that sincerely. Now, I don't say that, that to, to slack off and, and get out of debt, right? Don't get out of debt. Don't start building up real assets, real value, right? Getting ready to make uh, a plunge. I'm gonna start doing some videos on why it's important to have an emergency fund and why it's important to have an investment fund, that those two funds, they're not the same. Because when you have that stuff prepared, you're going to be so focused and so clear in your mind that opportunities are going to be coming out of the woodwork. And I want you guys to grab every single one of them. All right. I'm not joking. My father used to tell me this all the time. He used to say, you know what? There is a deal every day because I was one of those guys that I was hyper motor mouth, 
I've, I've heard it all. You know, uh, I was always going, deal, 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 deal. And people like, calm down, calm down. There's a deal every day. And I said, then I want every single one of them. You don't get successful. You don't accomplish goals. You don't gain wealth. You don't hit the top of Mount Everest without never stopping. And if you think for a second that it's going to be easy, it's not going to be easy. You will lose friends. You will lose family members. Ironically, if you're doing everything honestly and you're, you do, you're implementing hard work, the only people you're going to lose are the ones you probably should have, quite frankly. The critics in your life. The people that would uh, talk negatively about your goals. The naysayers. Cool, get rid of them. I'm not joking. I'm not saying, like, go get rid of them. They'll just fall off on their own. But when you're honest and you're hardworking, you know what's going to happen? You're going to attract other people that are honest and hardworking. And that is what you want. I've had business partners that are amazing. I've had business partners that are unbelievably horrible. But you know what? I've learned from both. I've been blessed in both situations. Sometimes with riches, wealth, sometimes with knowledge, and I should never do that again. You know, that movie, The Bronx Tale, when the kid uh, got messed over by someone else, and uh, I don't remember the character's name, he comes over, he's like, what's wrong, kid? And he's telling him, I just got screwed over for a couple bucks. He goes, kid, that is the cheapest lesson you're ever going to learn. And pretty much, just paraphrasing, because you have the ability to never make that same mistake again. And so... I, I want to thank you guys for being here. I, I am so thrilled to, as we go down this next uh, thing, this cold winter, it's not going to be a cold winter for you guys. And I don't want to get too, not emotional, but uh, well, I don't know the right word. I'm not good with my words. Deep. But you're going to have the warmth of peace, knowledge, and wisdom. Because you lived like nobody today so that you can live like nobody you know tomorrow. All right? Um, guys, if you don't mind, everybody that hasn't hit the thumbs up, if you don't mind hitting it, let's just shockwave this thing. Um, just trying to wake up that darn algorithm. We're trying to get it back, back in. Um, I also, um, I'm going to answer a couple questions. Let's do this. Let's answer some questions. All right, it's going by fast. I need to set this thing up right. Let's go, Brandon. All right, I saw that. I copied that. <laughs> How's that in 2021, everyone is an investor. This is not a good path, but rather the path that someone else made for us. You know what? You're absolutely right. 2021, everyone's an investor. Guess what? The last time this happened, 2006. 2006, everybody was talking about the rental market. Everybody was buying rental property. Everybody was speculating. That's when you knew we were screwed. Honestly, by 2007, the bubble had already burst and everybody was getting handed uh, stimulus checks. Still. At that point, most people in my life thought I was crazy for telling them the economy was collapsing. They were getting free checks. Oh, we only got like one apiece, or whoever qualified. And they're out buying their big screen TVs or catching up on their car payments, cars that they shouldn't have owned. And that is that cycle. That's where we are right now. Everybody's a speculator. Guess what? We've already went through that whole signal. We've already went the two, through the 2007, guys. Everyone got handed checks. And guess what they did with it? They speculated. They put it into Robin Hood. They put it into uh, some, very few, put it into precious metals. They put it into crypto and blew that bubble up. So guess where we are now? We're at the end of 2007. Next year, in my opinion, non-professional advice. I'm due to the Brohawk and a dream. Yes, I get it. I should probably get the Brohawk worked on a little bit. We're going to get it reshaped. In my non-professional opinion, I believe 2008 moment. 
I believe that next year is going to be the moment where it rattles people. But it's too late. I believe that we're going into a currency crisis. I believe that a uh, worldwide currency crisis is happening right now. Guys, if you're still here with me, and you are, thanks for hitting the thumbs up. Oh my gosh, I sound like a broken record. <sighs> I feel like such a salesman. But it's true because half of you guys, or most of you, would never have been here looking at this stuff. Hopefully you like it. Uh, the information, you're getting stuff out of it. If other people before you didn't hit that thumbs up button or comment. That's just how it works. We, uh, I believe that people are going to be rattled. It's going to be late because it's a currency collapse. Right now, all the world's currencies are being devalued at the same time. So the Forex exchange rate is staying together, right? They're printing, printing, printing money, and that dollar is just a little higher, just a little higher. Unbelievable. It's a coordinated event. Now think about it. If government officials knew, hey, we could print money and give a little bit, salt it, throw it out there, make it rain in $1 bills, but we keep the hundreds. We keep it for our stuff, for our investments. Big banks are making money. They're all out there on their yachts. They're playing golf like the old Wolf of Wall Street. Don't worry. No one's going to go to jail. Just like Enron. I think I just put out a video about that. Well, I mean, I guess a couple people did, Ken Lay. But my point being is that don't worry. There'll be a little bit of collateral damage, but by and large, 99% of you guys are going to make it through just fine, and you're going to be richer than you ever have. Right now, all the currencies are doing this, and it's going to be a cold winter, and... I want you guys to be prepared. I have a feeling a lot of people right now sitting with their fat cigars and laughing at the people, they're gonna be caught in this as well, to be honest with you. I believe that you are gonna see a moment in history where a collapse that's so swift and so massive will take out a lot of people that didn't expect to be taken out by it and the poor people will be blessed because they were prepared with a little bit. I, I cannot be more sincere with that. So let's try, let's try and answer a couple of questions. Thank you guys. Like literally almost every single one of you guys have hit the thumbs up. Thank you so much. If there's any of you guys left, please do so. Okay. Holy cow. There's a lot of questions. Okay. Stop asking questions. <laughs> um, Germany. I can't even use those words about Germany right now. This thing will be stopped. It's absolutely ludicrous. Guys, go and check out our, our um, podcast. I'm going to start getting really unleashed on that thing. My house is clean title and I have zero debt. Lucky. Peter, you're crushing it. And, and guys, I can't, uh, you know, a lot of people just ask me, oh, that brings up a good question. Someone asked me the other day, I'm uh, $5,000 from being out of debt. Should I uh, wait to pay that off or should I go buy crypto, gold, and silver right now? And I said, honestly, you should keep the payment schedule of paying down the debt because that's going to clear your mind. If you want to go buy crypto and silver, go get a side job. Go work that sixth or seventh day that week. Go take that money and go do that. Do not stop the momentum that is causing you to get out of debt. Okay, I mean, seriously. Then, do a little bit extra. This is the time to hustle, guys. This is the time to crush it. When I talk about crushing it and I hashtag it, it has a lot of meaning. It means you're doing more than you even expected from yourself. You are achieving. You are growing. Guys, I have, I've got, the one fear I have from this crash is that there are going to be a lot of people that don't have the knowledge and information. They're going to get taken out by this and they're going to take their lives. I, and I can't be more sincere about that. When I started this channel, I started talking about that. I remember people killing themselves after the 08 crisis. Some people that I knew. And I don't want that to happen again. That's why we need to get this message out. It's a message of truth, which a lot of people that I think honestly are, are idiots call, you know, fear, fear mongering, you're an idiot or you're a bot. That actually exists too. Um, but 
when you have the truth, you're armed with the truth, then you have a pretty good idea of what to do about it. And then it's up to you. It's up to you. Do you want to do something about this? Do you want to be better off tomorrow? Well, it's going to take some hard work, and it's going to take some concentration, and it's going to take some being meek, having power and authority and deciding when to use it, not for your advantage, but for the greater good, for your family, your community, your world. And I guarantee you, if you use it and you work hard, you're going to crush it. And we're going to come out on the other side. I'm not even joking, like an army of amazing entrepreneurs that are helping people, that are going to sow forgiveness, love, compassion, and some money to be able to make this world amazing. And you are going to leave this world better than you uh, came into it. I can guarantee you. Uh, Ninja, I bet you have zero stock. That's actually not true. So uh, I have lost stupid amounts of money um, too many times. And I learned through cryptocurrency how to uh, finally control my emotions and trading and got my success there. My last bit of wealth creation was in crypto. And so I do own stocks now. And I'm more of an inv- I'm an investor now. I'm not a speculator. Uh, a couple things I speculated on um, when the crash happened in 20, 2020, uh, where I bought oil when it was like I literally hit it at like negative forty dollars a barrel um, and bought options, out of the money options did good there. Bought some uh, out of the money call options in uh, First Majestic. I made it, it was it was over over a thousand percent. It was it was a good clip, um, and so that was cool. Uh, but I don't own a lot. I own some mining stocks. Uh, because I have been talking about them. I know one of them just went up like 100%. Uh, some of them, are, that's man, that stuff's rough. Like I say, you don't go all in. When you're starting to look at an investment, you take a nibble. You do what the big ones do. They take a nibble. They research. Well, they research before they take the nibble, right? And then they wait for opportunities, you know? And so I look at those opportunities because I'm going to, I'm gonna when this crash happens, I want to make sure people understand that paper, gold, and silver are going to get hit just like they did in 08. Um, premiums are going to explode on physical um, so that's going to take up most of the gap of whatever gets smashed down. But during a real good, you know, good old fashioned market crash and it happens, you know, corrections happen, swift corrections happen all the time. You know, when you're in the thick of it, when everything's down, the, the, the dollar index is up, but everything else is down every sector, you know, like, oof, we're really feeling it. When this real, this next one happens, the real big one, which I don't think is gonna happen until next year. Um, that is is gonna take everything out. And so I'm looking to have that dry powder to pounce on these um, mining companies because just like 08, they were the first to bottom in the stock market and then they just started taking off on a multi-year bull run and the, the mining stocks did, you know, literally 10, 20, 30 Xs on, the, on certain mining companies. So I plan on doing that. All right, so uh, is Uphold trustworthy? Uh, my son's been using Uphold and you can actually withdraw. Um, if you can, and there's certain parameters on how you can withdraw on cryptocurrencies if you guys want to get into it. Depending on how you fund the account um, is how long it takes for you to be able to pull the money off, you know, with ACH and, and wire times, all that stuff. Uh, but he's been uh, pulling it off uh, onto his own private wallet and it's been working out great. So, no, I, I, I mean, if, as long as you can pull the currency off. Now, you can't pull everything off on uh, Uphold, so those are derivatives. So, like the Digibyte, I, I, I believe Digibyte is still a derivative on uh, uphold, but like XRP, you can pull off. So, um, rates will go up for mortgages. You're absolutely right. However, I have a feeling there's going to be a brief time where the Fed funds rate goes negative, but it's going to take a market a good size uh, uh, correction or crash, mini crash, like uh, the 1987 um, 
savings and loan crisis, something like that to happen, and they're going to run uh, the Fed funds rate into negative territory, which should bring, it should pull down the 10-year, which should in turn pull down mortgages, I believe, uh, a lot lower than they are now. Uh, but you don't want to invest based on that, okay? You, you need, because you, that's going to cause, you know, homes to rise. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of little fun tricks that they've still got in the playbook, like um, turning the current 30-year rates and conforming uh, loan products making those 40-year products. And, and that will absolutely, that'll be a gnarly one because that'll be like, oh crap, we've got to actually invest in real estate now because we're going to see a possible 25 to 30% upside uh, over time because of the greed factor of human beings. Uh, but I'm going to do some more videos about that. Is Dog your favorite? Dog, you are my favorite. Dog has been around since, oh my gosh, I think I had 500 subscribers and he's always putting in uh, hashtag silver, Dog loves silver. And yes, Dog, I love you. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. And you're lucky that I was looking at that because this thing's flying by me so fast, guys. Um, again, thanks to everybody that's smacking the thumbs up because it really helps me out. Um, inflation has blown up my portfolio. Thanks, Jay Powell. You know what? You're, you're absolutely right. Inflation, inflation has blown up your portfolio. And what it's doing is it's giving us all the wealth effect. You know, hey, my house is worth money. I'm wealthy. Hey, my 401k is wealthy. I have money. You know what's interesting? I heard that a lot too in 2006. And then uh, I was actually in a fund, a bond fund, uh, right before that crash. I also did the same thing right before the dot-com crash. And all my coworkers instantly weren't rich. As a matter of fact, they had over 50% of their uh, retirement taken away. And because a lot of them were in risky stuff. You know, the indices in 2001 and 2008 lost about 50%. 50% haircuts twice. But yet, for some reason, people think this time it's different. Ah, yes, it is. It's actually 10 times worse. I'm not even going to joke around. And if you think that's fear, you literally need to leave this channel and go. And there are amazing videos of kitty cats. I mean, I'm serious. The ones with the lasers, you just run them into the wall. Run a thing into the wall. Point being is that you shouldn't be here, okay? Or you're just a bot. To say, when you look at a stock chart of the dot-com and then 50% haircut and then builds up to just a little bit above what it was at the dot-com, and then the indices took a 50% haircut, and now we're up here. And to say this time is different, you're right. This time is different. The world's currencies are collapsing right now. They're hyperinflating them. They're printing right now in our country on average about a trillion dollars a month. Food prices are exploding. Fuel prices are going up. Everything is going up. We have actual pockets of hyperinflation, but we have inflation everywhere. You are absolutely right. This time is different. I hope you feel smart. Because you're going to get smacked. And guess what? Ninja Nation is going to buy your stuff. Because we're ready. So, again, guys. Dude, this is the first time almost ever. We're at like 593 people watching. 523 thumbs up. I've never been at the uh, equal. Uh, never. So just, you know, now a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to hit thumbs up now. So, <laughs> so I'm just joking. Uh, good news. Uh, they took away dislikes. Score. Score one for the White House. This world is getting funny, guys. Um, so yeah, uh, let's see. Let me look for another question, guys, because you guys got me on fire right now. Uh, invest in yourself. Also, your health is priceless. Absolutely agree. I need more time on the treadmill. Just sitting there. It's, but, the, but that's an actually absolutely right question. Uh, this is the time to be taking vitamin D, vitamin C, all that stuff. Oh, see, Sarah, hold on. Let me, sorry. Serious question. They are making this happen, we know. 
but with but crypto equals slavery long term. How do we reconcile with this truth? All right, it's a good question or a good statement. Um, so let's talk about crypto. Guys, crypto, a decentralized blockchain is a truth machine. It doesn't mean it has your name and stuff. It depends on how you on-ramp and off-ramp your currency, uh, turning your currency, your fiat currency into cryptocurrency. Um, besides it sitting on your exchange, once it moves off your exchange, it goes off into the never, never land and you just become a wallet number. And there's interesting ways of dealing with that too, but um, this isn't that kind of video. Point being is that cryptocurrency is a truth machine. There's only so many Bitcoins that will ever be made. I don't care who you're talking to that thinks you could just print Bitcoins to live in. They are nuts. They, have, they are literally clueless. They are a fool. And uh, the decentralized blockchain, all of the computers that run the Bitcoin code, pay attention to all the Bitcoin that are being moved around all around the world, all the different addresses. And they are keeping what's called a decentralized ledger. And that brings truth and transparency, which means you can't inflate it away. Now, does that mean it's gonna keep going up? No, it's gonna go through booms and busts. Why? Because you have a fluctuation of human beings and institutions buying it, and then on the other side, they're selling it. So it is going to be for quite some time like this. That's very important because I want people to understand that when the stocks tank, cryptocurrencies tank along with them, okay? There may be a day and I don't think that's anytime soon where you're going to see that, that divergence. Everyone's hoping for that divergence. Uh, I was talking to Max Kaiser a week ago, a week and a half ago. We were chatting. We did an interview that was horrible because it was an awesome interview. Was, we talked about McDonald's coffee, and he loves it. But uh, you know, I said, you know, Max, you're, we're going to go through another cycle. He goes, yeah, but Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah, but it's, we're going to go through another cycle. And he got up on stage and started talking about the nine, five times, nine times, the Bitcoin has fallen by 90%, which is going to take down the altcoins too. You have to realize that just like the dot-com boom, the internet uh, stock craze, that we saw these huge fluctuations in stock prices, even in the early 90s. People don't see it now on a stock chart because it's so small compared to the heights of what the stock is now. If you were to zoom in to those uh, early 90s, mid-90s, there were huge fluctuations in the stock. So that's what crypto is going through now, all right? Um, so that's something. And guys, you know, I'm, I'm not a real fancy crypto unicorn uh, backpack coin. Unicorn backpack coin, if you haven't heard about it, it's huge. No, I'm just joking. I made it up. All right. So let's get back to the questions. Coal stocks. I don't know anything about them, guys. Sorry. Coal's going to be hot, though, because everybody's going to want coal, especially this winter. Um, oh, hey, hold on. Hold on. Hey, Ninja. Pay off a more... Ugh. That's why you don't let go of the phone. Hey Ninja, pay off a mortgage on an investment property that I rent out or wait and buy another home for me to live in. I'm renting myself as well. Ooh, that's a great question, guys. If it was me, I would keep debt on an investment property and let it pay itself off. And I would own a property and have that one in an LLC. Just for now, this is non-professional advice. But um when you have it wrapped in an LLC and somebody gets hurt or something happens and they want to sue you because of something else on that property or not, if you have debt on the property and you have it wrapped into a, the proper entity, the, uh, you have very little, there's very little for them to come after. That makes sense? So you take the money and you go buy a property that you're not going to go see yourself over. That makes sense? I hope that sounds, sounds good. Um, CoinOp, thank you so much. I'll keep up the good work. Um, okay, so when do you, 
Okay, so there's a good question. Hey, Ninja, when do you predict the, predict the real estate market will hit its bottom? I have no freaking clue. I'm not, I'm not lying. No clue, zero clue. And in 2006, when it started busting, you know, really the bottom came in around 2011 or 2010, 2011 in California, at least where I was. I live in wine country in California. And uh, yeah, I'm one of those dudes. I drink my coffee like this out of a McDonald's cup. Um, it took a lot longer. Just remember, these things take a long time, but uh, there are signs to see when the bottom's coming in. And what that really means is what rates are doing. See, rates were rising uh, from 2004, 2005, 2006. That was putting the pressure on them. When all of a sudden you started to see the rates start to, to come down, you couple the rates coming down, which means mortgages are coming down, so, so uh, real estate's gonna start coming back up in price, but also um, buyer sentiment. You know, Start talking to real estate agents, you know, have you been busy lately, all that kind of stuff. Real estate agents are always gonna give you like the, the answer that's gonna get you to use them as their agents. So you gotta you know, wade through that crap too. All right, let's see, one more question and we'll, we'll end this. Oh my gosh, seriously, 670? There's like always this many people and that many likes. I'm like, but thank you guys so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. And somebody else gave me a super chat. Oh my gosh, I passed it up. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Guys, don't give me any more super chats. I can't read this that fast. You guys are freaking awesome though. Um, someone saying hi from the UK. Seriously, go to bed. What are you doing? You're making me tired right now. But thanks for watching. Um, someone bought a one ounce gold coin. That is awesome. Was it your first gold coin? That would, that's huge. That's awesome. Do you know few people have the ability to buy a gold coin, a one ounce gold coin? And I think that's just crushing it. I'm, I'm hearing stories of 16 and 18 year olds right now saving up money and buying silver. And I'm just like so elated because that is, that is crushing it. That is absolutely crushing it. Um, when they put down the games or put down their fancy bikes or whatever they got in going and they go, you know what, I'm going to save something for the future that is going to be incredible. So, um, man, guys, you're all saying hi from all these cool places that I want to be. Um, guys, we're talking about a meetup in Las Vegas. Let me actually do this. Since you've made it this long, you've been watching me, uh, and, and we're going to, after the live version, only the diehards are going to watch this this late. Uh, we're going to be doing a Vegas meetup, I have a feeling. I've talked to some other YouTube uh, uh, minds, some really cool channels. And we're gonna be putting together a meetup in Las Vegas. And we haven't picked a location yet, but I wanna do it like totally. Hey, thank you so much, uh, Zach, for the super chat. Um, for the, you know, just a, what's it called? It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be ninja style, like nothing real fancy. Uh, so I'm gonna put it out there, but this is the question, guys. Do you know anybody in Las Vegas that owns a pretty good size field or dirt lot? Preferably not in a residential area. I'm giving away too much of this stuff. That would be willing to let us stand there for two hours, just two, during the day. And maybe film something. Let's see, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Yeah, so, so we need to figure this out. So if you know somebody or you own some property in Las Vegas, or maybe it's an indoor venue, but it, I don't want it to be fancy. Not joking. No fancy, like no regulations, if you know what I mean. Like if it's, an, in, if it's a warehouse, hopefully not in a spooky area. Okay, maybe a little spooky would be cool. Uh, or a dirt lot, although I don't know what the weather's gonna be like in Las Vegas, let me know. Email me at ninjabrohawk at gmail.com, ninjabrohawk at gmail.com. 
um, because I think that would be a lot of fun. I got some really weird ideas. We're gonna get a handful of YouTubers together and we're gonna make this announcement. It's gonna be sometime in February, I think, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. Either that, we were thinking about renting a cabana next to a pool, but that's so Las Vegas cliche. So I think that's it. Um, if you guys know anybody in Vegas, like seriously, like let's figure this out. I need a piece of property, hopefully an abandoned lot, which would be awesome for what I have planned, what I'm thinking. And we're gonna talk about money, we're gonna talk about crypto, we're gonna talk about all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, maybe your favorite YouTubers will be there. I am just saying, I've already been talking to people and you're probably watching right now. All right guys, that being said, I thank you so much for watching. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for the super chats. I'm so sorry of the ones I couldn't answer. The economic ninja is gonna figure out how to turn this thing off. I'm out. Bye.